Hello, my name is Pete McCall, and welcome to episode 37 of All About Fitness. On today's quick fit tips, I'm going to talk about current trends and what we're going to see in the next few years in the fitness industry. First, for people that have been listening regularly or if you're just tuning into the podcast, I want to apologize. I've been on a little hiatus the last few weeks. I have some great content coming up. I have some great interviews, but uh, I also teach at a uh, teaching college. I teach an exercise physiology program and have a couple consulting projects that I work on as a, uh, obviously as an education consultant. So I've been busy the last few weeks, which has not allowed me time to sit down and do these podcasts. So I'm getting back to it and I'm going to start today with just a brief discussion about some trends. Number one, one of the things we've seen for the last few years is we have seen um, an emergence of boutique studios. We've seen an emergence of smaller studios coming in and really changing the landscape of the fitness industry. I mean, if you think back to about 10, 12 years ago, yeah, there were small studios, but, you know, said some yoga studios, maybe a few Pilates studios, but there wasn't the proliferation that we've had in the last five years. So for the past few years, people have been going to bar studios, cycling studios, CrossFit, and a number of other studios because studios provide a couple different things. Number one, they provide a more intimate experience, Number two, which leads to the number two thing is they provide a sense of community. While many health clubs can provide this, a lot of the larger ones simply just aren't able to. And um, they just, because they're so large and because they're such high volume, people feel like they're lost, which is one reason why people have been, why fitness consumers have been leaving health clubs and going to boutique studios. But what I think we're going to see in the next few years, in fact, what I know we're going to see in the next few years is we're going to see an emergence of online streaming workouts. Already there are services like Daily Burn, Booyah, um, you have Peloton, Flywheel just announced a online at-home workout program. But as we get better at streaming services, as more people get interested in fitness, we are going to see more and more at-home streaming services. We're also already starting to see um, health clubs team up with streaming services. 24-Hour Fitness is teaming up with Daily Burn to offer reduced Daily Burn um, workouts to 24-Hour Fitness members. That way, if people can't make it to a fitness facility for a workout, they can log into their online Daily Burn account and still get their sweat on. So the first trend they're going to see in the next couple of years is um, an emergence of online at-home streaming workouts. This is going to actually, it's going to, it's going to have a serious effect on the boutique studio industry. And if the health clubs use it right, it can actually be a way that health clubs can offer more services to their members. The second trend we're going to see is kind of a return to, not to call it, we're going to kind of return to ancient techniques of strength training. We've kind of seen this a little bit with CrossFit and with the use of kettlebells because kettlebells are not a new invention. Kettlebells have been around for a few hundred years and they just, you know, you can find pictures of kettlebells from the late 1870s and 1880s if you go to a great website and blog called oldtimestrongman.com. And on that website, you'll also notice that they're Indian clubs, medicine balls, you have climbing apparatus, you have gymnastics apparatus. So it's kind of like for the last little while, we're having a return to what is old as new again. And I think we're going to continue seeing this in the fitness industry because I don't know about you guys, I'm not a tech person. I mean, I can use tech. Obviously, I'm recording something on a computer. If you're listening to me right now, you're listening to something on a computer. So we have a basic, we can use tech from a basic level, but I'm much more comfortable around heavy stuff than I am around technology. And I think a lot of people are feeling that way. People don't want to have to log into account. People don't, I don't think people want to have to log into account. People don't want to have to download information from a tracker. People don't want to have to like upload stuff. So kind of like the first trend that I talked about was the technology to be able to bring workout home. The second trend that we're seeing, and we're going to continue seeing in the future, 
is kind of a return to ancient techniques. Um, you're seeing Indian clubs. Um, I wrote recently an article, and I'll link this below in the show notes. Uh, I uh, recently wrote an article about the use of a mace. That's right, a mace, the, the ancient warrior weapon of, of knights and, and battles, is actually being used for strength training. It has a, it's a really cool technique. A company called Onnit, based out of Austin, Texas, is making that more popular. So besides, um, you know, so besides the mace and Indian clubs, you're going to see just kind of a return of kind of a, a return to what works, which is lifting heavy stuff and doing a bunch of different activities. That's what CrossFit is. CrossFit is kind of a tap back to the, um, you know, to 120 years ago of what was called physical culture. The era of physical culture was dominated by strongmen like Arthur Saxon, Eugene Sandow, who's actually the, the Sandow Trophy of Mr. Olympia is named after him. This was the era when people first started paying attention to exercise as a component of health. And we've been evolving since then. So the second trend we're going to see, you know, they're kind of competing trends. They're kind of not necessarily conflicting. But the second trend we're going to see is a return to some ancient strength training techniques, a return to old school strength training techniques because they work. So if you're not streaming your, your workouts from home, if you're not doing that at home, you'll be picking up heavy stuff and doing workouts with equipment that's been around for years and has maybe been redesigned or repurposed to work in the uh, fitness health club environment. Uh, number three is we're going to continue to see, and what, what's fascinated me is the trend of social media. It seems like social media was developed specifically for personal trainers in the fitness industry. Um, platforms like Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube allow fitness professionals to connect directly with their end-user consumers by providing them with information. You may be listening to this on YouTube at some point as, as, a, as a free uh, audio file. Um, and what we're going to see is, is we've already seen this where trainers are putting more and more of their information online through social media platforms to sell workouts that people can do on their own. So you're starting to see trainers um, that are making multiple, multiple, multiple um, tens of thousands of dollars by doing this. You have Kayla Itzings out of um, Australia who is you know generating a few million dollars a year in revenue from her online programs. Now, this doesn't mean they're not going to work, but just understand what you're buying. You're buying a, kind of a pre-canned program that is going to provide you with some solutions, but may not be the solutions for your specific needs. So what we're going to continue seeing is the emergence of trainers using social media, using the internet as a platform for how they engage with their clients. Again, this is going to have an impact on boutique studios. And if, if you're listening to this and you own a studio, I'm not trying to scare you, but I was, I'm trying to let you know that there is going to be some competition coming out. There's going to be in the form of streaming services. It's going to be in the form of social media-based trainers offering online programs. So you have to know what your competition is in order to be prepared to meet it head on. So trend number one, streaming services. Trend number two, what's old is new again, or return to kind of ancient technology. Trend number three is the use of social media to really connect with an audience. So I think between streaming and, and social media, we're not going to see the need um, for, for huge health clubs or, or for so many health clubs. But that leads me to trend number four, which is the role that health clubs do play, because I am a huge proponent, huge proponent of health clubs. I worked for a couple of the largest health club companies um, for a number of years. I consult with health club companies now. I am a huge fan of health clubs. And what health clubs missed or what health clubs haven't done well, and this is some, not all, but what some health clubs haven't done well is they haven't created a sense of community within their facility. There are clubs out there that do that extremely well. I recently spent some time um, at various locations of a company called Club Sport. They're basically a West Coast. They're in California and Oregon. 
Um, but they do a very good job. I was up in their Portland location not long ago, and I was really impressed at the sense of community that they've created. What really was what I really noticed was I was in there on a Friday night. I was going to do a workshop on Saturday, so I was in there Friday night checking it out. The amount of families that were there working out, their parents working out with their kids, you know, teenagers and you know maybe college age kids. But that was really neat to see. And the clubs, if you own a health club or if you go to a health club, look for a club. If you own a health club, make sure your club is creating a club, creating a community. And if you're looking for a health club, you want to know what does that club do to, to foster the sense of community? Um, the company Equinox does a fa- fabulous job of putting information out on its, M- on its uh, Furthermore blog and providing a lot of information um, to its members via staff. Lifetime Fitness does a fabulous job of creating different programming that engages all members of their facility. So the, the companies, that the, the health club and fitness companies that understand how to create community and how to create kind of a sense of everybody in this together are going to be the ones that stand out, are going to be the ones that stand out significantly from their competition. Finally, the fifth trend we're going to see is, a, is the emergence of themed clubs, themed health clubs. Because when you look at it, a lot of the health clubs out there in the marketplace now are kind of a general you know, come into us, you know, use our treadmills, use our weight equipment, but there's really no, there's no theme. There's no really, you know, you're not joining something, you're joining a facility. But recently you've started seeing Spartan Race has announced a, um, they're going to announce a health club where Spartan Race has been developing group fitness programs, but Spartan Race is going to be starting to develop a branded Spartan Race health club where you can do specific um, Spartan Race training. I've talked to uh, some people who've been involved with working with various uh, I'm not going to want to say the professional organization, but they're working with owners from one of the professional sports franchises, and the owners of, cert- of uh, this one professional sports league are interested in their in their towns in their markets, creating um, themed health clubs based on the local sports team. And this is just an example; it's not the league, but say the uh, say in the NBA, the LA Clippers want to have the LA Clippers Health Club, or the, uh, the LA Lakers want to have the LA Lakers Health Club. You can have the same workout experience as your favorite LA Laker or basketball players. So that's something to keep an eye out for is you're going to see specific themed health clubs that are going to be targeted towards a specific audience. And I think that's brilliant because that's a way to tap into to people who might be fans. If I'm a Dodgers fan, I might not otherwise I might not buy a health club membership, but if I can buy a membership to a club that's tied into or affiliated with or is a Dodgers branded health club, and now I can get sort of the same workout experience as as, as you know professional baseball players, I think that's going to be something that's going to blow up. We're seeing that with UFC gyms. I've done some uh, work with UFC gyms, and they've done a fabulous, fabulous job of recreating the, the workout experience in their facility. On previous episodes of All About Fitness, I interviewed the uh, VP of International Development for UFC Gym. Um, I also interviewed the uh, fitness director, Robbie McCullough, a former professional kickboxer. And so if you want to learn more about UFC gyms, you can listen to those podcasts. But one of the things I've been impressed with UFC gyms is I thought it would be really marketed towards the you know faux hawk Ed Hardware Eddie Hardy wearing MMA crowd, but they've done a fabulous job of really programming for all levels of fitness and for families. They're one of the few gyms I've seen that really try to promote um, kids or ages twelve and thirteen and up to join in and take group fitness classes with their parents. And I think that is one of the coolest things out there. So fitness trends or popular fitness exercise trends you're going to see in the coming year or two. Um, we have first, uh, more streaming services, more streaming workouts. Second, the, the return of kind of old-time strongman or old-time strength training tre- techniques. We can see this in CrossFit. I'd also recommend checking out Onnit because they're doing some really cool things, onnit.com. The third trend um, we're going to continue seeing is the emergence of social media trainers so that trainers will be able to interact and work with 
their clients via social media. Trend number four is the role of the health club as a community center and really health clubs playing a role in developing a sense of community. And trend number five are branded and themed health clubs with that kind of tie into a specific market segment that interests a specific crowd, like UFC Gym, like Spartan Race. So that's it. Um, thanks for tuning in. My name is Pete McCall. This has been an all about fitness quick fit tip. This has been an all about fitness quick fit tip. Please keep checking in. And if you like this podcast, if you listen to this podcast regularly, please do me a favor and stop in and give us a rating on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to, because I would love, love, love to have other people expose this information as a, uh, as a college professor of exercise science, as a longtime personal trainer and strength coach, and somebody who's in his 40s now, all I'm trying to do is get information out there about how you can use exercise to enhance your life. And here's a really cool thing. If you do it right, you can use exercise to slow down the aging process. If you want to learn how to do that, keep tuning in. Thanks for stopping by. My Instagram is Pete McCall underscore fitness. My Twitter feed is Pete MC underscore fitness. And I put out all my blogs and articles on Twitter. They're free, so you don't have to pay anything for them. And that's a great way to stay in touch and learn more about how you can use fitness to slow down the aging process. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day.